you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how was your weekend? My weekend was cool. Um... I didn't, the only thing I did was, you know, we both went to that sneaker ball, the mm-hmm. Bior sneaker mm-hmm. ball. Um, outside of that, it was a chill weekend for me. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty much the same for me. I, like, I, after work on Friday, I got some work done. And then, um, like, Saturday, I was just, you know, busy chapter meeting, the sneaker ball, everything. And then today, um, with my friends, we went and got brunch and then I could barely stay awake. <laughs> I was in the house just to nodding off watching um, Netflix and kept falling asleep. I've got to rewatch the whole movie that I watched because I only saw like 15 minutes of it in total. I know. I was so tired today. And yeah, I as really, y'all can hear, my voice is like a little raspy today. I just whew, I can <laughs> tell you know that. <laughs> you just can't rally. I felt, I just felt like what was I and doing last night? And we didn't even have on heels. We had on tennis shoes. <laughs> I mean, what was I doing last night? I don't feel like I was going crazy. That wasn't. The, I didn't even dance that much. Me either. So I'm just like, why am I so tired? I mean, I, I'm, I'm blaming that I'm about to be 27, so it kicks in eventually <sighs> where you just you don't feel as springy because mm-hmm. I was so tired today. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, I really didn't get anything I was supposed to do done. Yeah, because I was supposed to do laundry today. That did not get done. I might do one load when I get home tonight, and I need to swing past the grocery store. But other than that, it was not a productive afternoon when I got home, which is okay because it's going to be another busy week. So for sure, it's all good. And so our remote workers are coming in this week. So we, they always try to do like extra stuff in the office. Plus it's Valentine's Day. So it's going to be like busy work and then work trying to have parties and go out after work and stuff like that all week. I don't think my job does anything. Yeah, they we have a Valentine's Day lunch every year. Cause, so last year my boss started on Valentine's Day. And so we had an office party on her first day. Um, and so this year it just so happens that the... Um, remote workers are coming in this week and it's valentine's day so like when the remote workers come in they always do like special presentations and then our department goes out after work and then it's also my boss's work anniversary and it's valentine's day so it's just gonna be a lot going on at work this week so for me it'll just be work if anybody wants to buy me something valentine's day (laughs) dm me i'll send you my um address mm-hmm. I would love a donut <laughs> a I've never gotten donut. anything on flowers except for like the small stuff like the little candy and stuff that people do in school my dad always gives me valentine's day gift oh my um, god parents did give me something once yeah my dad knows the key to my heart which is kiss ash <laughs> um so he typically always gives me flowers mm-hmm, and cool. cash mm-hmm. he knows the way to a gal's heart huh? yeah flowers and cash office, it's like every 30 minutes somebody at the front desk they're like such and such come on down you got flowers like it's a big thing all day in the office 
and like last year one girl she it was her first year with a boyfriend so before that her dad sent her flowers every year so she got two sets that year and it was just a big thing i'm like y'all are so extra <laughs> but then with my ex he would send me flowers on like random days and so then my co-workers they would be like what's special i was like it's wednesday <laughs> and they was like okay I wish I got flowers just because it was Wednesday. I'm like, well, you know, talk to your spouse. Like, but now I'm just going to enjoy the libations on Valentine's Day in the office and the snacks. I think I'm going to get myself a donut. <laughs> That's what I think. Mm-hmm. And I might go to the movies. I want to see that um, Taraji. I do too, but I'm not Okay, let's do some of on Friday. I, can I... So the bistro ain't cheap. You okay, we can just go to the movies on Friday. Let me, let me check my funds. I tell you, we had a whole conversation. I, I don't like turning the heat on. I really, I mean, you know what I mean? I don't like doing anything. Actually, I'll just treat it your birthday I mean? weekend. I'll, I'll treat for Cine Bistro. Since it's my birthday, I'll accept it. <laughs> it wasn't my birthday, I would say no. <laughs> yeah, so we'll do that then. If anyone cares... The 19th. <laughs> I feel like this is the first year. Mm-hmm. Have I ever spoken to you about my birthday? I mean, we have spoken because you yeah. have slight, but it's not. It's very big, rare. Yeah. I'm not. It is, I, I knew I have grown. Mm-hmm. I have matured. Mm-hmm. My birthday is still a big deal to me, right. and I will definitely enjoy it. But, like, it's I'm very low key this year. Mm-hmm. I'm not even taking a trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I also have other trips in the works later. Gotta <laughs> You're like, well, my trips are later in the year. You got, hey, I gotta, I got a mortgage now. I can't, I gotta <laughs> stretch it out. <laughs> but I feel like it's the first time in shucks since I've been like 13, mm-hmm. where I was just like, just chill just about chill. it. Yeah. Like I'm gonna go to the spa. Mm-hmm. I'll probably go to dinner with my parents. Um, we have slight stuff this weekend. Yeah. But I'm not. It's not a thing for me. I've grown up. I don't necessarily think that means you've grown up. It's just for that. me. I feel like okay. I've grown up. I used to obsess about my birthday. Right, right. I used to get myself worked up and irritated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is growth for me. Yeah. I feel like I've grown up because it's not about y'all facts. Right. It's about me. That's very true. That's why I stopped celebrating. But yeah. Well, I'll never stop celebrating, <laughs> but I certainly will celebrate with well, I, less people I had because to stop saying that, let's I still be clear. Do stuff, but I just do it by myself. Let's be clear. People ruin your birthday all the time. They and do. I don't care what nobody That's why say. I just do it by myself. And I am not going to have any birthdays ruined anymore. That's why I just do it by myself. Solo dolo. Okay. So, which my boss, she gets everybody birthday gifts, and so she's like on a mission to figure out what my birthday is because I deleted it from our employee list. <laughs> if you deleted it, they would just put it back. I mean, my job is resilient. They might have. I looked for it the other day to see if they put it back. <laughs> they would put it back. <laughs> like, you can delete it, they'll put it back. <laughs> Please know that. Um, I may get something for my coworkers, but. I don't really... First of all, I won't even be there. Right. I don't believe in working on my birthday. I no. never do. I never will. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna irritate me on my day. Okay? <laughs> so, um, but I may get something on the 20th when I get back in the office. Mm-hmm. But, no. I don't believe in working on my birthday. I do. I just go in like it's a regular day. No. I feel like you should do whatever you want. And even if that means nothing, mm-hmm. I just feel like... Well, what if it means working? 
I think that's odd. <laughs> <laughs> you could really love your job. I can, and I don't dislike my job. Mm-hmm. I, it's my birthday. I, I don't want to answer emails. <laughs> I, I don't like. It's my birthday. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to answer phone calls, be in a meeting. I don't want the slight chance of an email to annoy me. <laughs> Or anything like well, that. Well, two years ago, we were snowed in on my birthday. So I'm like, oh, this works. Just work from home. Mm, I, 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 <laughs> if it was snowed in, I still wasn't working. <laughs> I will always take off on my birthday. Mm-hmm. And luckily, President's Day is the day before. Yeah, I'm about so to say, I have a four day weekend. Make it work because you always have a long Relax. Weekend. Enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. And coming to my 27th year. Whew, late 20s. Renewed. Renewed. Refreshed. Getting my back cracked professionally. I was about to say, but I didn't know that was part of the plan until you added the last one. I'm going to a spa. You nasty. Although, if that if it got cracked the other way, I wouldn't be upset at that either. But moving on. Um, so, let's just jump right into it. I don't have too much. But one, the Grammys come on today. So... I want to shout out some of the winners that I know. So the Carters won for Best Urban Contemporary, Everything Is Love, and I did like their album. Mm-hmm. Different sounds for both of them, but I like the album. Uh-huh. Um, Boot Up won. Uh, Ella Mai. Was it May or Mai? May. May. I used to think it was Mai too, but it's Ella May. Mm-hmm. She won for uh, Best R&B Song. And then her and Daniel Caesar won for best part, best R&B performance, which I think that was all great. Mm -hmm. Ariana Grande won for Sweetener, her album, which that was a good album. Mm -hmm. Um, I heard her new one. Mm -hmm. Not, I mean, I got to listen to it again. After after the first, like, snippets, I'm like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it was so fast for her to come up with another problem. I think life happened, and I think she felt inspired and Mm -hmm. put out this album. And so... Um, I of the first snippets, I was like, eh, it just seems like what do you? It's just no. <laughs> so I'm gonna listen to it one more time, mm-hmm. but I don't know. At first listen, I was like, me. But I also not really a huge fan of Seven Rings. I don't mm-hmm. like. I know it's it become a big hit for her, but yeah. I was like, yeah. Like when I heard it, I was like, eh. right, you know. So, yeah. but I will have commentary on. Clothes and performances mm-hmm. next Sunday. So, also, <coughs> I didn't talk about this last week, but now we have more details I want to talk about it. Bow Wow and his girlfriend uh, got, an altercation. got into an altercation. And they both were arrested and both were charged mm-hmm. for like assault. And so, as usual, most people didn't believe her, mm-hmm. didn't believe the claims. Then a video came out. That um, when it was on the elevator, that was prior to the altercation in his home, mm-hmm. where it shows he was being very aggressive. Yeah, um, <clears throat> about to take his jacket off, like trying to rip the thing, rip mm-hmm. the card out of her hand. Mm-hmm. And of course, everyone's singing a different tune now. I just wish that, in general, <laughs> people would just wait till the facts came out yeah. and stop. And I guess my thought is, I always say this, and I've said this before. Just realize that it's a possibility. Whether you, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, maybe you don't know yet, and that's mm-hmm. fine to say I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's possible that he hit her first. Like, right. you know what I mean? Right. And you know what I mean? It's possible. It's not like something crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It could be possible that she smacked him first. The yeah. point is, is it's possible. So yeah. I feel like it's, 
I don't understand why people's quick judgment is, oh, they're lying. It's like, it's possible. You don't know, but it's possible. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound crazy. Mm -hmm. When I read it, I was like, yeah, I can see that. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I think it's possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think in this place, I mean, he certainly was the aggressor in the elevator, in that elevator video. Mm -hmm. And if he smacked her back and they're like, well, what about the scratches on his face? Okay, so she popped him back. I mean, it was, I mean, that still doesn't make it okay. Right. No one should be putting hands on anybody. Okay. And I just feel like, in any relationship where you can get so angry or you cannot control yourself mm-hmm. physically and now you swing or get in someone's face, you need to get yourself together. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And also, there's been, like, kind of a boycott among, like, a boycott announcement among several celebrities, mm-hmm. African-American celebrities, <clears throat> against Gucci. Yeah. For the um, blackface sweater against Montclair, and there's another yeah. one. Um, I can't think of the other brand, but just saying, like, you know, to stop buying them mm-hmm. and to focus on kind of been a push of both focus on like luxury black owned mm-hmm. um, lines. And so, my thought is this is like, in some degree. I guess I, I'm I'm more I am surprised by the boycott because I'm like this is the first time for some of these brands but maybe because it's back to back now people feel some type of way mm-hmm. but I also feel like um, I would be curious to know the demographics of Gucci and my, I would just be curious mm-hmm. I know normal people buy Gu- Gucci yeah. stuff so I'm not saying it's not possible that we're not a big purchasing power for mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. but I would just be curious to see their demographic of buyers. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious because mm-hmm. I mean most people in the comments like yeah this boycott is easy for me because like they can't afford it but I know that people <laughs> I'm one of them I don't have none of that even if mm-hmm. I wanted it but I also know that people who can't afford it will still go out and buy it mm-hmm. so um, I'll just say this we know the history of blackface mm-hmm. I don't believe brands are that ignorant of it right. I just don't right. and I don't believe the apologies I don't um Sometimes I do feel like they do it on purpose to get a reaction because mm-hmm. I just don't feel like. First of all, it's ugly. First, just, and then two, it's ugly. It's just ugly. I was about it's to just say ugly. It. On top of that, that it's just ugly. Where are you wearing? Am I at work with this thing <laughs> around my lips? Am I robbing a bank? Where am I wearing that sweater? And even for the jacket, that's just an ugly jacket. Where am I going? With, with that on like so some of the stuff is just ugly anyway right but i just don't believe they're just so unaware i just don't not yeah. in 2019 not with such a microscope being over anything <laughs> that could be I feel offensive like, to anyone i think they just feel like they can get away with it for sure but they can and mm-hmm. that's just it and the only thing is the thing about it is they can and i'm not trying to be unrealistic but like people who like gucci still gonna buy gucci mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And I like Tia and all them. I don't believe that's gonna last forever. I'm being completely honest. Mm-hmm. Like, let's. I'm just curious to see how long people who especially can afford it mm-hmm. will stay away from it. Cause my right. thing is, what what you get into like the name brand stuff anyway. What draws people to labels anyway? Mm-hmm. What's the hyperbolism anyway? When mm-hmm. you get a certain amount of money, which means you can't stop at Old Navy anymore. You have to elevate to like Gucci, Prada, mm-hmm. whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Who says that? Who decided that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like even if I was a millionaire, I mean, I think I would. I think I would still be looking at stuff like, well, that just seems overpriced. I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, some yeah. stuff is like, well, that just seems overpriced. I right. just don't feel like four hundred dollars is 
justifiable for a pair of jeans. I just don't right. feel like I have to spend that much money. It just doesn't. I feel like I'd be a cheap celebrity. I, like I don't know or cheap that much on like specific items like a dress to go to the Grammys or right. like really nice shoes that I buy every or jewelry, jewelry. Yeah, if yeah. I'm buying diamonds or something right. like that, I get it. Or mm-hmm. if I'm spending my money on real estate or trips or experiences but yeah. like me spending i just don't really see it <laughs> but i don't have that much money i don't know if you, yeah, I, that's what i'm saying like do you, you get, get more money and you just feel like well i'm, I'm over navy i'm i'm, I'm <laughs> over I'm, you know what i mean like do you like if you be, get more money buying 75 plain white t-shirts i'm like Bye. Mm. Right, <laughs> and so that's what I'm like. Do you get to a certain level of money? Like, well, I'm done with JC Penny. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't do IKEA anymore. <laughs> like, like, where, when does it? What, what level of money does it have? Because I feel like if it's cute, it's cute. So I just well, that's why I always so thought I it was interesting that so many of the celebrities rock with Fashion Nova because it's like people like Fashion Nova because it's cute but cheap. And so I always thought it was surprising that so many celebrities, like every outfit, Fashion Nova. Well, they're being paid. They're being paid. So if Fashion Nova was not paying, I got to be honest with you. You don't think they The money they spend on celebrity endorsements and Instagram ads, I would love to see their budget, their marketing budget. Mm Because I know, first of all, I know Fashion Nova makes a lot of money. Yeah. But I don't believe it would be such a hype about Fashion Nova. They are paying yeah. majority of the people mm-hmm. who are putting these posts on. Mm-hmm. They're not just wearing it. I don't right. believe they would just wear it. And for some celebrities who are in the fashion industry, Fashion Nova is jacking off of them and they still Absolutely. pay. So it's not, I don't believe it's some sort of, oh, I really love Fashion Nova. It's, <laughs> they're paying me a size amount of money to wear this bodycon dress. <laughs> so why not? Right. Yeah. Cause I remember when Cardi B not was even, at Ohio State, she said she got her outfit from Forever Twenty One across the street. Like when she was performing, they, that's what she told them. Now I know her budget at this point is. And when she first different. started, it was yeah. you know, but now it's like no, now she has a stylist, and now and yeah. so that's something like maybe you just get to serve money, and then it just becomes just the life of having money. Yeah, we'll see yeah. when I get there one day. Right, I like to think. I'm still not spending that much money on like jeans. Like, right. where am I going in five hundred dollars? Like, like what, I mean, what am I doing? Where I have to spend that much money on like jeans or something? Yeah, I don't know. I, have no I don't know. We'll see when we get there, like you said. Cause I will <laughs> get there. Anyway, that was really it. I I gotta be honest. I am still really behind on TV. <laughs> And partly because I am now obsessed with 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> I uh, heard about it. My coworkers have told me about it. You got to watch it. Watch. So I started at season one. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed. They had the 90 Day Happy Ever After. Yeah. That, and so I've been watching that. And I realized, well, now I got to go back to see some of these people's journeys. Because yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't get that far in the season. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm on Happy Ever After. I'm like, you were season four. I didn't get there. So oh now I got to go back to season four to see how you got here. I am surprised that so many of them are still together. So I'm like, you know what? Let me watch this with an open mind. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, a lot of the couples are still together to this day. Yeah. Like, they have children. Like, yeah. they're together. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> Would you ever do anything like that? Like, if you met, like... Because some people, they met when they was on vacation, and mm-hmm. then it started from there. Would you ever, especially stuff like that, I know that wouldn't happen for either one of us if it was like an online thing from the start. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but if you were in, well, I was going to say Spain, but you, okay. Um, if you were in, <laughs> um, 
South Africa, Nigeria. You 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 want to marry a black man? I'm giving you. I'm, okay. You know, or he could be in Spain and he's you know, he's still say, black. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. I'm trying to you know. Okay. Y'all get what I'm I was saying? It. If you heard previous episodes. Okay, so you're saying if I'm on vacation somewhere and I let's say you went, you was on an extended vacay, right? It was mm-hmm. like a two week trip. You met him on the first day. Y'all had great chemistry. Mm-hmm. So you had a crazy. Just a great time mm-hmm. and two weeks span, mm-hmm. and you have kept in touch. Mm-hmm. Would you even consider anything like that? Like well, I consider that a, consider a relationship like that. Yeah, but I mean, we would have to make plans for somebody to move. You know, all that would be a part of our relationship conversation. We not getting married in ninety days, <laughs> like. But yeah, I would do it. So, what type of visa would you have him get then? It wouldn't be the K one. I don't know the different type of visas, to be honest with you. I don't know. I'm ignorant about that. Oh, me too. I know there's a lot of different <laughs> types. So you'd be like, I want you to be here, but not on that visa, brother. Well, what? I don't know. Like The K-1 visa is the one where you have to get married in nine days or have to go back. Oh, I'm just saying that if you're not okay, going to get yeah, married, no, you'd be like, we got to find another visa yes. for you to come over here yes. and let's figure it out. But yes. not... The, the K-1 is that specific fiancé visa. Gotcha. We have 90 days oh, to get okay. married or they have to leave. Oh, okay. So that's what I'm Well, saying. then couldn't we get that, like, once we decide, after visiting each other's places so many times and decide that if he wants to move here, then we can get it at that point, right? If that's what you want. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, I guess, the whole thing with the show is, especially how these people met, it's expensive, so it's not an easy thing well, yeah. to keep going back and forth. I think the one lady... Who met her dude in Jamaica, which I just totally thought. I mean, but they together. I mean, they got they had a child, but I mean, okay, you know what I mean. I totally thought that wasn't real, but she would go. She went to Jamaica like nineteen times, but Jamaica is not necessarily as expensive as like the one girl who met her in Thailand. Like you can't keep going yeah, back to Thailand. Yeah, yeah, it's just expensive. Right, right. Then I mean, so, I guess I would. It would just be after a period of time of us. You know, dating and visiting and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Would you? Um, I would imagine for me this will only be possible when I'm rich, but because <laughs> well, they're just, not rich. That's what I'm saying. Well, like, that's why I said I want I want it to be like right now, like in life now, like you know what I mean. Like you know, maybe you have a little bit more money than you have now, but you're still a normal person because mm-hmm. they were normal people. Yeah. Would you? I don't have the money to be visiting somebody that often. Unless he rich. That's the whole point. That's what I'm saying. That's why on the show, you have these people where they may be visiting each other twice out of 10 months. And mm-hmm. now they're like, let's hit it. And they got this K-1 visa. And they're here for three days because they can't afford it. Like, one girl, she, like, was living in New York. He was from Israel. Mm-hmm. And she, um... Like pretty much drained her bank account, paying for everything, the visas, all the paperwork and stuff to get him over here. Mm -hmm. And then they moved to Florida and they had to live with her parents for a little bit before they got their own place. So like, Mm -hmm. it is a financial burden. One dude had to build a second mortgage on his home to bring the girl from Russia Mm -hmm. over. So it is expensive. Yeah. But my coworker had to do that with his wife. Mm -hmm. Um, he said it was a. She was from Colombia and it was very expensive getting all the paperwork and stuff like that. Mm And they're working on getting her mom and stuff over here, and it's just, it's a lot. Well, actually, the book I'm reading called um, Intellectual Foreplay, if this couple wrote it because they met each other, I think it was on a trip, but I'm not 100% sure, but it was a long-distance relationship, and so 
before they one of them made the decision on whether or not they were going to move, mm-hmm. they asked all their friends like these questions that they should ask one another to learn about each other um, as much as possible for, before living together. Mm-hmm. And so the book is just, it's like their story and then all the questions that they ask one another. And like they kind of made it a game, so it would be like one night, it's like, okay, it's your turn to ask the questions, and the next night it would be like, your turn to ask questions. Mm-hmm. And they have it like grouped in different I think it's like eight different categories to learn about one another um so I'm just reading it just because I mean I don't got nobody so I'm just reading it just (laughs) I'm just reading it because I thought it was interesting and I think it is good to like know what questions do make a difference because like for some people it's like do you brush your teeth in the shower then if you do then we're not gonna make it but like I think that's really weird. I do too, but I know a bunch of people that do. I heard people doing it. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, well, where do you spit? And they're like, in the and then I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh my. I mean, well, oh. see, that's not the weird part to me. The weird part to me is where do you put your toothbrush? That's the weird part to me. Maybe they put like one of those tooth stand, toothbrush uh, stands like in the shower caddy oh. or something. Yeah. I think it's weird. <laughs> I agree. I think that's weird. Mm-hmm. I think it's weird to like take a shower I, and then I'm like, do you brush your teeth and then wash yourself? Do you wash yourself first? I don't know. Or, but at one point, you're stopping this. Seems like a waste of water to me. Especially now that I pay for water. Seems like a waste of water because you mm-hmm. can dry off. You know. Well, see, I've heard people say they feel like they're saving water because it's like they already in the shower, so they use the water while they in there instead of using the sink water. Not really, because <laughs> at one point when you, unless you're like brushing teeth while you washing your food, <laughs> you wasted water somehow. And I'm right. just saying, if you tied off, got off. I don't know how people brush their teeth. I'll tell you guys how. You know, I take the toothbrush. You feel me? You know, put put the toothpaste on. Do a little wet. I wet a little bit. Turn the water off. I'm brushing. I'm brushing. The water not on. Mm-hmm. See when you're in the shower, it's on. Right. I'm brushing. I'm brushing. I'm brushing. I'm brushing. You know, spit. Turn the water back on. Rinse. Mm-hmm. Clean the sink out and done. That's not a lot of water. Right. So yeah, it goes from questions like. From stuff like that to like more serious in-depth questions. So I just thought it would be interesting to read. But they did it because they were in a long-distance relationship. And they wanted to make sure that before either one of them moved. That they were in this for the long haul. And that even the things that maybe they didn't agree on. They had some kind of understanding on it before um, living together. So, And then on OWN, they have a new show that's starting next weekend. Um, It's about people that are engaged with their families aren't like they don't approve of it and so it's like trying to fix that before the wedding so that they can be happy or whatever i think it's called like fiance or family something like that Mm -hmm. you gotta choose between but i'm like oh that might be interesting we'll see i don't think i've ever watched reality tv on own oh i have i got it i don't really that dating show but that was the first time i think or unless i yawn but i guess that it does count as it's reality tv yeah technically yeah (laughs) yeah so, um, we had a question of the week, which some of y'all did not participate in. A lot. I feel like a lot. And right. I feel like that means... They probably did. You have. <laughs> and they just because didn't you, you, But I feel like you could have said yes, and we didn't ask you how, but like... Right. We didn't ask you to go into detail. But my thought is, so a lot of y'all are heartbreakers, and that's cool. Right. So, um, have you, the, our question was, have you ever broken someone's heart? Um, Headshot1906 said, nah, fat boys don't break hearts. We just break bread. 
which okay nigga <laughs> and then Nadia Rising said yes it wasn't a bad relationship just a boring one technically nothing was wrong but nothing was great either I had never broken up with someone before without infidelity being the sole purpose I chickened out and texted them they called and then I decided I ended it right away it was awkward but we're cordial social media friends now okay so Shanae have you ever broken someone's heart I feel like I don't think I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I also don't feel like that would ever be articulated to me if I have. Does that make sense? Yeah, I I understand that completely. I, don't I think th- I feel the same. <laughs> like I don't feel if I have, I don't feel like it would have been articulated to me. And even to this day, I don't feel like it would ever be articulated to me. Same. If I did. Same. Um, but I I <clears throat> I feel like I possibly hurt feelings. Of course. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like I've ever broken anyone's heart because I just feel like, <sighs> I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I would just say this. I feel like, you know, if your heart was broken, mm-hmm. would you still want to be around the person? But I guess you potentially be able to get yeah. over it. Yeah, so I'm saying because you know people still because I've had a broken heart and I've continued to be around the person, and there have been times where I just give the person a break. And then we are friends later. I'm just saying, people still around in my life. So I just feel like <laughs> maybe they just want to have a heart. piece of you, even though you broke their heart. Girl, let's not go down this path. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm gonna say is this: while I am not perfect, mm-hmm. I don't believe mm-hmm. that it was really like like my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can take that. I want to take it. I just don't really believe I did anything that bad in anything I've ever been a part of, so... No, I know I've done wrong things, but I just don't think it was wrong enough for me to have broken their heart. But like you said, I don't think it was ever communicated to me if I did. If I did and you listen, let me know, but um, I I really don't think I've ever broken anybody's heart. Right. Alright, so our um, topic for today is about why you shouldn't talk to your friends about a broken heart. Um, and it's an article on your tango, and it just gives kind of three reasons that we'll go, you know, dive into as to why you shouldn't um, talk to your friends about your broken heart. <clears throat> and so the first one is that your friends can only take so much. And so it says that if you're down to the ground, then they are even lower than you because it hurts them more to see that you're hurt. Um, and so having like making them not react or not do anything is hard for them because they're like protective of you. Did you think that's true, Sydney? <laughs> I, my friends are very protective of me. <laughs> I'll be having to tell y'all to simmer because I'll be simmering and y'all don't be. I'll be like, y'all, if y'all don't sit y'all butts down <laughs> and relax. <laughs> I feel feel like Sydney has some very protective friends. Mm -hmm. I'm one of them. Mm -hmm. And this past weekend was a weekend where we were told to simmer down. (laughs) Um, And y'all like, no, no. We ain't going to do nothing. We just going to do a little something. Let's just just go over there. You know what I mean? Let's just go over there. Let's just have certain individuals feel our presence. Do you know what I mean? Like, what's, what's the big deal? And I, I'd be like, y'all stop it. 
So you know what? I agree with this. I think um, I've always been like a mama bear in my friendships. Mm-hmm. And so for me, when I do see my friend hurt, especially at the hands of a Negro, <laughs> um, it does bother me. Mm-hmm. I do go into, I feel like, protective mode, mm-hmm. um, especially if I have enough of a relationship with him mm-hmm. where like he he would know that I'm not feeling him. Like yeah. if I don't know the dude, there ain't much I could do. Right. But feel sad. But like if I know the dude, mm-hmm. like we've been around each other, it's a different feeling for me because then yeah. I like want to intervene. Yeah. But um. But see, and I understand all that, but I don't think that's the reason not to tell your friends that your heart is broken. I feel like it'd be weird to not tell them. I think people, I think for several reasons. At the end of the day, if you tell us to chill, we'll chill, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, if we were the people who would not chill, would you tell us everything? If mm, we did not listen not. to you. You're right, you're right, you're right. You know what I mean? Because y'all be rowdy, but. If you ask us to stop. Y'all stop yeah. But if you literally say, for real, stop, mm-hmm. we know your limits and we'll stop. If yeah. we didn't stop, yeah. would you tell us as much? You're right, probably not. <laughs> right, so I think it depends on. Your friendship. Or like when I know that y'all won't stop, I wait to tell y'all when we left. <laughs> like another example over the weekend. <laughs> Everything we're talking about is examples over the weekend. <laughs> like literally, she would not utter. I was like, get in the car until we were out of the building <laughs> because she knew if we knew. <laughs> she knew if we knew. It was I was not. like, get in the car, y'all. You like no? I'm like y'all, get in the she car. She knew that if we knew. <laughs> No one was getting in the car. <laughs> like, she's so lucky. Like, I was so irritated. I was like, and you tell us all this while we left. <laughs> but she knew if we knew, there's nothing she could have done to, to stop us. And right. that's the truth. Right. So I do think. And so it's like, I told y'all it was just the timing. It was place. the timing. But I think it's the friendship because there's like, because Sydney. Just use her as an example because we had some of this. Because it's, it's just relatable at this moment. It's very relatable. But um, there's a limit for Sydney mm-hmm. before she feels uncomfortable. Yeah. So then it's like if you're a good friend, mm-hmm. you're not going to make her feel uncomfortable. If she's already feeling uncomfortable, you're not mm-hmm. going to add to it. Right. Which is why we know when she's like, stop. And we know we can keep going. Mm-hmm. And we know when it's like, all right, we have to stop because then she'll get upset. Mm-hmm. And then... Then there's really no point because if she's already upset, we're not trying to make her more upset. If yeah. we're trying to like, I'm not even gonna say fix things, but <laughs> rectify things. Because I don't really necessarily think what we was about to do is gonna fix anything, <laughs> but it certainly would have made us all feel better. <laughs> um, but there's a limit, mm-hmm. and so I think the funny thing is like I don't feel like I have friends like that. You don't think so? Well. I, yeah, I'm not like that. I think I handle things I think differently. I have I have two friends who I know would like I would be like chill out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the rest of my friends, I'm typically the person that they they'd be like, Alright, just chill and I'd be like, Okay. Mm-hmm. But I don't have friends who would like I don't have friends who would turn up for me. You know well, I'm thinking about I'm gonna it. say stop it because that not that's not true. I I, I, I think about it. Up, I want my friends to fight for me, um, not just playing. No, I don't. Do I think um, in situations like a broken heart, I I don't. I'm not the kind of person to focus on the person that did it. I just focus on my friend. So I'm like talking to them and making sure they're good. I don't really care about. Going to see the other person or do anything petty to the well, other person. I mean, let me clarify. <laughs> Neither do us. We care about you more than. Them. Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> but the point is, sometimes people need to be told about themselves, and you'd be trying to do that. So no. we want to do it for no. you. And maybe one. That's why 
I'll just say for me, my friend don't have to do that because just believe I said it. So that's right. Part so of it's that, like you don't necessarily need friends like that because you don't want to do it because I'm gonna say it, and a friend <laughs> might tell me chill, <laughs> and I'll say it myself and then like leave and cry. After yeah, I, like, yell yeah. I think I've had to tell you to chill if it if it's your broken heart because you would be ready to go. Because I'm like, off. this is not the place. Like <laughs> we can't do this right now. And the thing is, it's like, I'm not a hothead either. It mm-hmm. takes a lot for me to get to that point. Mm-hmm. But for me, um, as a friend, seeing my friend in, um, there's a level. Because you can have hurt feelings. Mm-hmm. But when I see certain things of my friends, when they're upset, it will get me really irritated. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think there are ever times where, like, your friend is talking about their broken heart too much? And you like, all right, like... You ruined our weekend. Like, is it ever too much for you in that way? No, because I feel like, I think, at least I've never been through a case where I'm like, all right, enough. Mm -hmm. I've been through it in this way of like, he hurt you so bad, but like, you still still want to be with him. Now I've dealt with that. And and I had had to say. Because I've been like, all right. Just don't tell me no more. I can't (laughs) do any more updates. Yeah. But if someone's hurt. I'm yeah. never that friendly, but like, enough. Like, if you want to talk about our weekend, then let's talk about it. Right. That's just not me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I also know it's never a place where it's forever. It's for a little bit, mm-hmm. but you got to get out of your system. So I allow my friends to do that. Yeah. Even if we basically have the same conversation over and over again, <laughs> if that's what they need to feel better, I'll do that because mm-hmm. it's not forever. Yeah. But in a case where it's like, oh, that hurt me so bad. We're going away this weekend. I'm like, look, <laughs> I can't be here yeah. and continue to like, Hear how he's so trash. Mm-hmm. You on vacations. You want me to come out with y'all, like, but you want me to act like I like him. I'm mm-hmm. like, look, I can't do all of that. Yeah. So you gotta pick how you want me to behave. Because right. I can't. Because it's sit. like at that point, you gotta stop telling me if you're gonna continue to still be with them. And right. then I gotta be around them. And you're expecting me to be regular, conversational, mm-hmm. and like joking. I'm not even gonna say joking, but being courteous enough to have conversation with him. Then at a certain point. You got to pull back on what you're telling me because I'm not a person who really likes to be phony. Mm-hmm. It's really hard for me. <laughs> and so I know it's exhausting for me. I kid you not, it gives me headaches sometimes if I have to like fake fake it because I have to think about how I'm reacting and be yeah. like, mm. it literally gives me a headache sometimes. Right. So it's like, I don't want to be in a situation like that. So I'd rather not come around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if that's how you feel, then you do need to tell me less. Yeah. Yeah. You got to tell me less. It's <laughs> like, you can't. Mm-hmm. Or if you tell me stuff, then I won't say anything at all. Right. Yeah. And then I'll be upset about that either. You'd be like, do you want it? Do you just need a sounding board? Do you want, or do you want advice? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> do you want to respond or do you want to just talk? If you want to just talk, go ahead. Right. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, their second point as to why you shouldn't tell your friends about your broken heart is because your friends don't have the answers and they don't know what you're going through. Which I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if I. Agree. I mean, I guess if there was a very unique situation, but mm-hmm. I think at this age, all of my friends have experienced mm-hmm. heartbreak, mm-hmm. painful breakups, and so I think on that level you can relate. You know, yeah, there have been different reasons why why you broke up versus why I broke. You know what I mean? That could be different, mm-hmm. but the kind of pain you may feel or uh-huh. being uncomfortable. Uh-huh. I think people, you know. I certainly can relate to my friends. Yeah, I, was do say, I don't feel like you have to be going through this. You, ha- I don't think you have had to go through the same thing to be to be understanding and to be able to give advice all the time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I think even if I'm a person and I'm talking to you and I know you haven't gone through it, I could still take heed to your advice because it's coming from a sound place too, in my opinion, anyways. I agree too. Um, if so. it makes sense, it makes sense. If it don't, it don't. Right. Like, it's not that deep. <laughs> like, so yeah, I don't really agree with that one. <clears throat> and then the third one is that you prevent yourself from healing um, because your friends stay hurt longer than you. <clears throat> and they might continue to bring it up or um, you may continue to bring it up with your friends so you don't ever give yourself time to heal Um, I think that's true to that but I also think as a friend mm-hmm. you have to put your stuff on the back burner mm-hmm. if for me and I've learned this and if my friend says you know what we're going to make things work I want to move forward I may dislike him fully because of the decisions made, but if my friend is choosing to stick with him, I will be respectful of that, mm-hmm. and um, I'm I won't mention how I feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it has happened with several friends where I didn't agree, but I did my best to just continue to be supportive. Mm-hmm. And then when they break up, you be and like, like "Thank God," because I totally <laughs> hate that chunk. and I have done stuff like that where I'm like, "Okay, well." <laughs> And the thing is, like, I'm upset that you're hurting. Right. But I also was like, I never liked him. I thought he was a dick. So, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it was Mm -hmm. like, you know? Yeah. But if someone chooses to be with him, then I'd be respectful of that. And I may have my feelings, but if she's trying to move on and they trying to move on, it's not helpful to have people around you that you care about. That keep bringing it up. Keep bringing it up. Mm -hmm. So, I'll never bring it up. If they bring it up Mm -hmm. to me, I still won't say how I feel as they ask about it. But if they bring it up, I'll say... You know, you have to take some time to forgive them. Because I do believe if you forgive someone, you do have to forgive them. And you can't keep bringing it up if you're mm-hmm. trying to move on. I right. do believe that. Yeah. So, I do think that's true for that. I, I, but I will say, I think for me, um, I think there's a limit. Mm-hmm. I think, especially in a highly toxic relationship, you know it's bad and you want to continue being in it. I do think there's a limit of how you should tell your friends and your family. Right. Um, because I think it's unfair to expect them to see him. Or her in the same way you see them. Mm-hmm. So I think it's unfair to have an expectation of like, you tell me all this trash stuff and I'll be smiling hunky-dory. I mean, you're literally not giving me anything else <laughs> right. to, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. at least balance with your friends. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends the about good the good and the bad. And the bad. So at yeah. least they have some sort of balance and maybe every now and then they can say, well, talk to them or her. Or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, but if you tell me all crap, what the heck am I supposed to think of them? <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. What am I supposed to think of them? If yeah. I never hear about anything good, anything nice, any nice date, compliment, mm-hmm. or whatever, and all I'm constantly hearing is that he did this, he did that, he makes you feel like this, da, da, da. what am I supposed to think about that? Right. Yeah, I agree. I just think you have to be realistic. Mm-hmm. And I think you even have to tell kind of more good than bad. So that, like, even if they do something bad and you decide to stay, so it don't seem crazy. <laughs> because if it's like all you telling me is bad and you continue to stay. I'm you look stupid, stupid, for real. But you know, I'm also the friend to say, you look stupid. So yeah. explain to me what is it. And Why I, are you doing and it? And I've also, I've said to friends, like, I'm probably missing something. Please let me know what I am missing. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so their article, they're suggesting that if, after you get your heart broken, don't tell anyone for a week and just let, sulk in it and then talk to your friends about it. That wouldn't work for me. I'm sorry. That's that wouldn't weird. work for me either. I I'm going to tell you right after it happened. For real. Like, for real. I mean, I could see a week for like 
other friends you may not talk to Regularly. all the time. Mm-hmm. But like, if I broke up with my boyfriend, he's the first person I'm telling. <laughs> right. Or yeah. you had like a really bad argument. She's the first person I'm telling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't see myself feeling that type of pain or whatever and, and not keeping it to myself for a week. For a week. Like yeah. the first person in those Sydney, the second person would be my mother. Mm-hmm. Just for me. Yeah. And then for my mom, I have to balance it because like you talk about a friend being hurt and when your mother hurt, it's <laughs> totally different. So like it's even less I can tell my mother. But and I, I think, <laughs> I, I don't, well, I don't know if this is healthy or not, but I don't know about just sitting in your house by yourself and like sulking for a week. I don't think that that's healthy. Like I feel like, yeah, you could be in your house sad for a week. But maybe your friend can come over and bring you some cookies. And, like, sometimes just having someone else there while you're sad is a little bit better than you just being in the house by yourself sad and, like, wallowing in it. I don't know. I agree, but I think that goes to how people deal with things. Some people really do like to deal with things alone. I think for myself, I like a balance. Mm -hmm. If I'm going through a hard time, I do like moments by myself Mm -hmm. to think. Mm -hmm. But I also like moments when I'm around others because you laugh. Yeah. You literally just laugh. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) last night again. Moments where we're sad and then moments that in the sadness, there's funny. If something funny happens, Mm -hmm. somebody says something funny Mm -hmm. and then you laugh. Yeah. And And that's what you feel like you need. Yeah, I agree. Um, Especially when you go through a dark time, even if it's not just relationship, even if it's life stuff. Sometimes, like, you need to laugh. Mm-hmm. And even if it's small, like, even if you're doing something and then, like, someone trips, like, this it's just a little help. Yeah, it's it just helps funny. break the tension. It's just really. like, <laughs> you laugh for a minute. Like, it's just funny. Yeah, I agree. And that's why I'm so, like, I, I don't, that going a whole week, I, I to me, that feels a little unhealthy. Like, if you, if that's your best friend, and you don't tell them that you're single for a week. I'm like, is that really your best friend? Like, I would say because <laughs> I feel like if if Sydney did that, I would say we need to work on our friendship. <laughs> I literally would toss that down and say, how you broke up a week and you're just now telling me this. Yeah. I'd be like, you're not my friend anymore. <laughs> like, how could you go this long? How do you not tell anybody? Like. Um, it's like, and I only have that type of relationship with some of my friends. With other friends, it's not the same. Like, if yeah. they waited longer to tell me, I wouldn't yeah. feel my type of way. Yeah. But, like, for my, like, close, close friends, it's like, how do you not tell me? Mm-hmm. Um, because that's just how I am with them. Yeah. Or just with you. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, but I also feel like I've learned, especially as I've seen other people's friendships, mm-hmm. people really operate differently with they, who they consider their best friend. Cause that like, is so true. I mean, you and I feel like, um, we talk pretty much every all, day all the time mm-hmm. about anything from mm-hmm. something small like a meme mm-hmm. to like literally anything yeah yeah at any point in time mm-hmm. any point in the day mm-hmm. i mean there were moments where she texts me and my first thought is what are you even doing up i mean what <laughs> I mean, like before i can even respond i'm like how did you send this to me at like 3.30? What was you even doing at 3.30 on a Tuesday? Like, what are you even doing? We have to go to work. Like, right. typically my first response is, mm-hmm. why is you even up? And mm-hmm. then I answer the response. But mm-hmm. like, but I, but everyone doesn't Yeah, like in the way that people we do. People dealing with people for months and their best friend don't know. That's what? weird. I mean, that's like, so Like, out of all people, bizarre. my best friend would be the one person to They would know the first date. <laughs> right. it's like, well, how was the date? It was mm-hmm. good. Good. I mean, it's like, 
Because even there was a point before my last relationship, I think I was dating like a couple of different people. And like, I would tell you about them, but you didn't care about keeping names straight because it's just like, let me know when one of them is serious. Facts. <laughs> but I like, want to hear about all your names. You. Right, right. It's like, oh, that's cool. But like, I'm not learning all those names. <laughs> it's only like three people. <laughs> I'm not learning all those names. <laughs> I'm going to name them based on what was like, Okay, bonefish guy, right? You know what I mean? Like, it was like that yeah. hiking dude. That's how I remember it. Because I would like, when it was based off of whatever the experience was, yeah. that's how I remember him. Because yeah. I'd be like, oh, that guy. You're like, yeah, I'm like, all right, bet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't learn one. I didn't learn the name until I knew, like, you was feeling him. Right, right. And then I, like, learned their name. But right. before then, it's like, hat boy. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's whatever you tell me, and I just remember and but associate I, with him. I think that's more of a girl thing. I don't think guys, like, if they meet a girl and they go out on one date, I don't think they tell their friends as much as we tell our friends. I think that's a... I, I do, I do think from my perspective, it does seem like women will go into, like, more detail with each other mm-hmm. about relationship, but mm-hmm. even about just, like, stuff in general like mm-hmm. some of the things I have texted Sydney <laughs> you know I would never text anybody else <laughs> right stuff that deals with stuff with my body or any like literally that it does a that we don't even have a boundary yeah really anymore there's right. no boundary <laughs> but like I think with men especially when you get into like relationships and you have to be vulnerable mm-hmm. I'm not sure at what level vulnerability is present in a male friendship? Yeah, yeah. And we've, we've talked about this a little bit. I would mm-hmm. love to, that's that's a future topic. We'll have to get some more guys to talk about that. Just yeah. male friendships because. Because it's like, do you go out on a date with a girl for the first date and then you go tell your guy friends, like, yo, this, I went on a first date that was bomb. And it may, but then my thought is, I can see that happening, but mm-hmm. they may not go into the level of detail at you and I may right. that women will maybe go into right yeah that's true because I feel like that's a casual thing you could put in a group chat if you have like guy friends or your friends like yeah I'm going out with this girl he could follow up and say well how was it he'd be like yeah. it was cool mm-hmm. like I don't know what they give as much details like <laughs> where it's like well we went here and then we did you know what I mean like <laughs> would, it, would it be that level of detail mm-hmm. I don't know yeah I don't know we'll have to ask some guys next time we for sure but I think we covered, so I feel like basically we do think that you should talk up to your friends about your broken heart. It's just sometimes there's a time and a place. Sometimes there's a limit of how much, especially if you're going to still deal with the person. But outside of that, yeah, we talking about our friends about our broken heart, like pretty openly and honestly. Fact. And honestly, if you're dating me, you're dating Sydney unconsciously because like... <laughs> She knows about you. Just is what it is. I feel like I haven't had that, gotten the chance to have that experience yet recently. No, you have not. You only want to introduce me to people. First, <laughs> I'm joking. I was to say, really? Okay. First of all, there was some hesitation, but seeing how it panned out, that hesitation was factual. Okay. Okay. All I'm saying. <laughs> I want that experience of being like, I like your guy or I don't like your guy. Well, the problem is I, I don't, you know, I'm a tricky gal. I, <laughs> I can say I don't date as much as you. Um, but, like, that's when you're not different. Like, you're so open to it. And I'm not as open. Like, mm-hmm. that's on me. And I'm, I would like to be more open. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, I could be very closed off and mm-hmm. just... 
But the thing is, the level of detail that you share ain't different. <laughs> it's just no, that it's I not. don't know the person. No, yeah. it's not. I do share the same level of detail, but mm-hmm. like, um, like you know, the last person I was involved with, she ain't meet him. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> met. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> well, next time. <laughs> right. Next time. Um. Hopefully things pan out where mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'll bring you around. But or maybe that, we'll meet him out together or something like that. So, what do you mean, like a new one or that? that yes, one? a new one. <laughs> oh, you want that one? No, your <laughs> new guy. Well, we might like meet him out. Oh, uh, you and see so in that case, I would know him. Um, you see how I literally like, uh, you know what it is? It's not. It's not my friends meeting what I'm dealing with. It's like. Mm-hmm. What is what is a casual way without it making like meet the guy I'm doing? Do mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Well, you know, I don't know. I guess it's just so easy for me because I just be like, oh, we all going here, <laughs> right? And so for me, it feels it feels like a little more awkward because it's like if we're doing something and it's all my people, I'm like, oh, come, you should come with, mm-hmm. and let's say he'll come, like fine, but like. It ain't like it's an evil, an even distribution, like some of his people and my people. It's like very much so, here's my world. Here's another part of my world. Here the world's colliding. Yeah. And so it seems very like intentional. And I like, I feel like when it becomes intentional, I kind of veer off because I'm like, ooh, what does this mean? What are we doing? If we're like intentionally mm, meeting up with Got people. you. Got Do you. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I just make it so casual that it's just like, oh yeah, such and such going to come too. Like that's how I always do it. I feel like I should be more casual, but I also feel like <laughs> remember back in the day when I was like, "Oh, come along," and that was totally you should <laughs> totally not care. Yeah, along. you were totally the opposite. <gasps> back then. I was always the third. Let me tell you something. Which half the time I was. It was fine, yeah. but I got burned doing that. Went to the biggest argument ever about having Sydney tag along or something. Maybe that maybe I'm gun shy now. But, but I that was different. I was, that was, that was different, different. different. I was also friends with him it before I even things. knew you. It was so. a mutual thing. Yeah. But I guess for me it's like bringing a guy around my friends to you it seems like more serious. Yeah, because I feel like if I'm at a place where I like him enough, where I want my friends to meet him. Then that means I think enough of him mm-hmm. to want to have him be around people that I care about. Right, right. And then the meeting of the minds. I'm a person who do care. So if I care. <laughs> Let me finish. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm a person that cares a tad bit more. <laughs> do you agree just a little bit? No. You don't agree at all? No. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> I'll just give an example, okay? If Sydney straight up told me that she did not like someone I was dating, I would damn near feel like I have to stop seeing him. Okay. Maybe you do care more. Thank you. Because <laughs> I care, but I just try to make the relationship, like the friendship between whoever I'm dating and my friends work. Like I try to find commonalities and fine and you know that don't work all the time that don't work all the time (laughs) that's all I'm gonna say but I just keep (laughs) I just keep trying I don't necessarily just like gotta cut them off I keep trying to see if the if the worlds can collide and work so um, oftentimes it cannot but (laughs) 
And when she say oftentimes can I, I don't want y'all to think it's like just me, just for the record. Well, the most last time, time it, it was not just you. Most of the time it is, I'll be honest. Most of the time it is. <laughs> but the last time it was not just me, and that kind of made me feel better that I was not crazy. But that's just, uh, just that's just that. But for me, because I care, my 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 thought about it is this. My close friends, and even like if it ever since the family, mm-hmm. they do know me the best. You mm-hmm. know me very well. My mother mm-hmm. knows me very well. And if y'all saying something's not right, you're not just saying that to be saying that. Right. So when I completely break up with him right after that, like, you know what? My friend doesn't like you. We're done. No. Mm-hmm. But I would feel differently from him. And then from after that, I would be, like, really looking at him. Because, to make sure. Because I could be missing something. Because mm-hmm. why would someone just say that? Right. Yeah. You wouldn't just say that. Right. My mother wouldn't just say that. My friends wouldn't just say that. Mm-hmm. And so for me... And I've learned this as well. It's like when I don't, when I get a weird vibe, I like to investigate it before I even say anything to a friend. Like, yeah, I'm not sure. Like, I like to investigate it and make sure mm-hmm. that I'm, that I have some, like, not even like evidence, but like where I literally gave a full chance. So mm-hmm. they don't even think I'm like judging. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would just question that. And right. so I, no, so I'm not saying you don't care about what your friends think. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for me, depending on the friend, especially if they're really close to me. I would have to look at him like, okay, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because like, if you came before concern, like, I'm gonna fully analyze every concern. I'm gonna say, what makes you think that? Did you see something? What do you think? Right. Because I want to really know. Because I could be missing something. Right. You know, you really like somebody, and your blinders get on. Love is blind. Yeah. Things get a little fuzzy. Yeah. And someone who's not in, in like or lust or in love with the person see them a little bit more clearly. Yeah. Well, that's part of the reason why I'm interested in this new show on own because it's like when both families object to y'all getting married I really want to know like why like is it what is so bad that you know you like y'all don't need to get married <laughs> like how is it that deep is it because you have relationship issues or are there situations where maybe the personality of the person that you like fell in love with just doesn't mesh that well with your family and it's not like they did anything wrong I do wonder how people like work with that and make them you know work together well I think when it comes down I guess it depends on one I think it depends on how close you are with your family so like for me if my family really had concerns it would be not it would not be regarding his personality right if they had concerns they would have something t- you know they would have something legitimate to tell me mm-hmm. um, but like for example your family is very like jokey Let's say if the guy that you're dating, which this is not likely, but let's say the guy that you're dating doesn't like that and, like, doesn't join in on that. And so it's always kind of, like, awkward. They wouldn't dislike him because of that. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, and we currently have people who have significant others who are not like us. Mm -hmm. We don't dislike them. Right, that's true. They're just different. Yeah. Everyone's not going to be like my family, and I think we all know that. Yeah. Well, there's a difference. That's why I say, at least my family, we do know we can discern between a personality or when we think the person is really trash. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because everyone's not going to be like us, where we sing about cornbread, <laughs> and we have slave names, and we yell at each other, or Uno. Yeah. Everyone's not like that. And I'll yeah. be completely honest. That's a lot. My family's <laughs> a lot. Good, good, I think. Yeah. But it's a lot. And I already know, whoever I bring home like, like that, I would just give them a rundown. This is kind of how we are. So, like... <laughs> You know, it may be a little bit. If your family's not like that, we are very loud. Mm-hmm. We're affectionate. We Make yell. sure the man weaves tape down because they gonna clown you. So, hey. Seriously, <laughs> if my dude had a man weave and it wasn't right, mm-hmm. 
Would they say it to your face? No. Now right. we ain't real. <laughs> but best believe when you leave, I'm going Jeez, to jokes gonna fly. I'm going to hear about it. Okay. Yeah. And probably laugh because it's probably funny. <laughs> but yeah. I think it comes down to that, right? Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that like Sydney's, for example, just for Sydney with personality. Mm-hmm. Personality, I never expect. For my personality and like her significant other, I don't never expect to be like best friends mm-hmm. because what Sydney likes in guys is just different from me. Period. Yeah, that's not what make me what what would make me dislike him. Right. For sure. Right. right, right. I don't think he's awkward. That don't mean I dislike him. It could mm-hmm. be like, yeah, but that's perfect for Sydney. Like mm-hmm. what I think is corny, she thinks is funny in some ways, and yeah. vice versa. I love. You know the the cat videos. She always think they're funny. That's right. okay. You right. know what I mean. Yeah. And so, and so it's like that type of thing. Yeah. So it's a personality thing. That's not gonna make me go. I don't like him. It's mm-hmm. about like how he treats you. Mm-hmm. How I feel his behavior is when y'all in public mm-hmm. or when I'm around. That's what I would comment on. But as for his personality, no, because we're all different. And mm-hmm. I personally don't think I'll ever like. Be in love with Sydney significant other's personality. Well, you could be. Anything's possible, but I'm, I'm saying if <laughs> I'm know. not, to me, not being in love with him, don't mean I don't like him. I wouldn't kick it with him. Yeah. I don't think he's a great person. Yeah, it's just we're different. Yeah, and I think that's okay. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. But we'll see. <laughs> I personally think the one. I think Sydney's the one is the one that I love, and I feel like <laughs> you're like this is it. <laughs> I, I just personally feel like. And I'll journey together. <laughs> then when I like who you're dating slash or just like with, mm-hmm. that got to be it. I, swear, I mean, that to me, that that's magic. Because mm-hmm. like, you know, because mm-hmm. if you're dating Sydney, like, Sinead's going to be around. Like, <laughs> not, like, I'm here. Like, I'm not in it, but I'm here. You feel me? Right. Whether you like it or not. And the thing is, it's like. How do you know that? <laughs> They're fully aware of that. Right. All of them. Fully mm-hmm. aware of that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if I ever get across one that like she loving and I like too, <laughs> that just has to work out to me. Because it's like we haven't had that yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have not. <laughs> I think there have been people that it's like you cool with them. For like, it's sure. No beef, but and it's not anyone that you like would sit and joke with and kiki with or nothing like no. that. No. Yeah. And the one where I would have Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm making her a face right now. Like I said, because that's just it. Your personality, I can think is cool, but like, if you're doing some stuff I don't like, mm-hmm. no, Lord. <laughs> it gets deleted. <laughs> no, we won't joke. You got to <laughs> No, we won't joke. <laughs> I don't care how funny it is, I'm not laughing. Because I don't like how you treat my friend. You're not funny. <laughs> Right, right. And it'd be my mission not to laugh. Like you be in your head like mm, that, that was, was funny. funny. <laughs> but on the outside it's like he don't know that though. <laughs> <laughs> or like that was clever. But on the outside, no it wasn't. <laughs> that makes me think of those dad joke videos when it's like, mm, that was a good one. But if they laugh they lose, so they like right. <laughs> they be like, hmm <laughs> I like that. Like trying not to laugh. Oh, now I gotta watch some of those videos tonight because those are so funny to me. But I think we covered everything about discussing um, broken hearts with your best friend. 
Guys, if you have different experiences of discuss, discussing broken hearts with y'all friends, let us know. If you have any advice on how to discuss that with your friends, also share that. We'll, we can always share that next week with our listeners. Um, if you have any topic suggestions, as always, email us at goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. Um, pay attention to our social media for our questions of the week. And this month for Black History Month, we're putting some extra facts out there just in case you know some stuff about black folk that you ain't know. We making sure that you a little bit enlightened this month. Um, and so as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.